Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Everybody, what's up? Welcome into Best on the Board, presented by Bet MGM. It is Tuesday, April twenty-six. Michael Beller here with you on this episode of Best on the Board. We are going to take a look ahead to Wednesday's NBA playoff games. Just two games on Wednesday, with series in the first round starting to wrap up. Those two games. Bulls Bucks game five and Warriors Nuggets with the Warriors looking to close things out in that series. Joining me to talk about these two games on Wednesday is James Edwards. James covers the Detroit Pistons for us here at The Athletic. You can also catch him on Basket Buds and the Bun and Cardigan Show, our Pistons podcast. James, what's going on, man? Thanks for joining me. Nothing much, Michael. Appreciate you having me on. Um, yeah, it's, it's, it's quiet around my parts until the draft comes, which is which tends to be the uh, the Super Bowl for all the Detroit sports teams at this point in time. Yeah, right. You and I are sitting here on uh, on a Tuesday morning, uh, and a couple of days from now, the Detroit Lions are going to be uh, drafting second overall in the first round, and then two months from now, the Detroit Pistons going to have a very high draft pick also. So yep. uh, that's exciting. That's fun to look forward to. But we've also yeah. got a couple of good games to look at on Wednesday. There is going to be two series-ending victories. <laughs> Yes, I think it's. I think both are done. <laughs> I think both are done too. I am. Uh, I am very much with you there. Um, you and I are a little bit more concerned about uh, covers, though. On uh, on yes. best on the board, I think you know. I mean, you know, the Bucks clearly have uh, have put their stamp on this Bulls Bucks series. Same with the Warriors and the Nuggets. That was one that uh, after the Warriors went up three uh, zero, I thought that things would be over for that in a sweep fashion. Of course, uh, not the case. We're headed back uh, to the Bay Area for game five of that series. But mm-hmm. uh, let's talk about Bulls and Bucks first. But the Bucks are nine and a half point favorites in this game. 219 and a half is the total on this one. This uh, this series has been living in this nine and a half point range. Even yeah. the games in Chicago were you know up at up at that uh, for a spread, and we saw the Bucks just totally dominate the two games that were played in Chicago. Absolutely suffocating defense. Bulls have been able to get nothing going off a horrible series for Zach Levine thus far. I'd lean toward the Bucks in this one, covering the 9.5. What I really like, though, is the under 219.5, just because we have seen nothing offensively from the Bulls, really, this entire series, even the game that they won. Yeah, no, I, I think that's a good point. And the Bucks have been putting, outside of game one, the Bucks have been putting up more than 115 in all three games. I think, mm-hmm. what was it, 127 the other night, then 126, then 118. Um yeah, that's very concerning for the Bulls, who, if they're not going to score the ball, they're not going to have a great chance because defensively they just have too many holes. Um, I think this series is done. I think the Bucks win comfortably. And by comfortably, I mean well over nine and a half. Um, I think this is the type – this is where we're going to learn a lot about the Bucks, though. This is where I'm curious because I came into the postseason like, the Bucks are probably the best team, but my question is do they want it enough? After winning it last year, you only had to get one. You just had to shut people up. You just had to get one. Do they have kind of the 
the uh to go to go and get through this one more time when things get tight if they find themselves in another game seven in round two or round three do they have enough to pull it out this will be interesting if they can i think a, a team on the quest to win another title you got to close out chicago here and, and and try to and try to sneak some rest I mean, they won by 30 in game three. They won by 24 in game four. And even those like ridiculously wide margins don't fully explain how no. much those were no contest games. If you watched them, I mean, the Bucks were firmly in control of both of those games. Minutes, I mean, literal minutes into those games, the Bull, the Bucks had those games basically locked up. And this is a big spot for them, right? I mean, you know, no one thinks the Bulls are coming back from 3-1. Few, if anyone, thinks the Bulls are extending this past five games. But this is still a big spot for the Bucks in that, you know, they're going to play the Celtics when they move on to the next round. The Celtics are already uh, getting some rest after dispatching of the Nets in four games, sweeping that series. So, I mean, even just one more mm-hmm. game could be an annoyance for the Bucks, even if they don't, if they somehow don't close this one out and they have to go back to Chicago, even if they go and back to Chicago and they win that game handily, like that is just, that's not something you want to mess with. And that's part of the reason why I'm with you that I, I lean pretty comfortably toward the Bucks being able to cover the nine and a half and win this game because this is, you know, this is big boy stuff here. You yep. take care of the Bulls and then you get ready for Boston. Agreed. I'm with you. This is, uh, it's, it's, yeah, I think the Bucks take care of business. And this has been a very fun first round thus far, but this yes. has been one of the series that has more uh, tracked along the ways that we expected it to. Even though those first two games in Milwaukee with the Bulls coming back in the second half and then pulling out game two were a little bit unexpected, to see the Bucks reassert their dominance over this series in games three and four in Chicago uh, is a way that we all expected this to go. And I think I you make a good point also about the defense, right? Because, I mean, Alex Caruso in concussion protocol uh, yep. still. So we're not sure. You know, you and I are recording this a day in advance of this game actually tipping off. We're not sure if he's going to be able to play. I mean, if he doesn't play... Uh, yeah, the Bulls, like said, already, it's already a lot of holes <laughs> on their defense, right? Yeah. And without him, I mean... We saw how bad that defense was without him and Lonzo Ball for a bulk of, a part of the regular season. Yeah, and it, I mean Milwaukee is just a a matchup nightmare, and that's even without Chris Middleton. I mean Giannis himself is is a monster. Uh, Drew, I mean we know what he can do. Bobby Portis, just his ability to space the floor, be a nuisance, just be a pain in the ass. Like they got guys, and then defensively, I mean that's the worst matchup possible for the Bulls, a team that's predicated on their offense. They're going up up against this team that's long and collapses everything in the paint, forces you to kick it out, forces you to hit threes. Um, it's just been a bad matchup for the Bulls, and it stinks because I was I was high on the Bulls in, early in the year. They proved me right, and then they came back down to earth, and now with the uh, the injuries to their best defensive players, it seems like they're going home. But I think that's a good sign if you're a Bucks fan. If, if they can close them out in this next one, I think the I think the Bucks have that mindset that you that you wanted to see after having won the title last year and maybe not having as much to play for. Yeah, this uh, Bulls or uh, excuse me, Celtics Bucks should be a great series, and I one where uh, you know the, the early lines on it actually are, are suggesting uh, th- that the Celtics are going to be listed as comfortable favorites, which I think they deserve to be favorites. Yeah, but I'm seeing some minus two hundred, but c- yeah, so that feels a little much to me. Minus yeah, two hundred for a series favorite. I picked the Celtics to come out of the East, uh, but I don't. Th- I think that series goes six or seven, and yeah, I think they're I- all close games. Right, right. Very should be a very closely contested uh, uh, series when we get to that, and I would venture to say the winner of that wins the East. Yep, I'm with which you. is no slight to Miami. Um, no yeah, team. Those two teams uh, are different right now. Yeah. I think. Yeah, absolutely. Looking good, uh, both of them, as we head into the second round.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Let's go ahead and talk about this Warriors Nugget series. I mean, James, it's it's a song that remains the same situation for me. I think we basically see on a different level what we talk about in Bulls Bucks play out in Warriors Nuggets. I think the Warriors cruise in this one. They are eight and a half point favorites. The total that we're looking at on this is two twenty five and a half. Kudos to the Nuggets for sending this to a Game 5 and getting things back to the Bay Area. And We would love to see this Nuggets team at full strength against the Warriors. Yeah. Obviously, that's not the case. I just don't really see a realistic pathway in which this series is extended beyond this fifth game. No, I'm with you. And I, I'm an honorary Denver resident. My dad lives in Denver. I'm a huge Nikola Jokic fan. Monty Morris is from my hometown of Flint. But this is over, and it's not even close. <laughs> I mean, listen, it took... For them to avoid getting swept, it took mm-hmm. a miraculous 37-8-6 from Jokic. Not miraculous. That's what he does. But it took a, a, that type of performance, plus 24 from Monty Morris, plus 15 from Bones Highland, and 21 from Aragard. I just don't think you're going to get yeah. a combined, uh, what is it, I'm do math, 60 points from Highland, Morris, and Gordon again. Yeah. Uh, I, I'd just be very surprised. And the Warriors are one of those teams, I think, Similar to Boston, but on they don't have quite the – I don't want to say quite the talent. They don't have quite the depth maybe where it's like it is a team on a mission, mm-hmm. um, and you can feel that. But it's certainly – it's a team that has something to prove. But Steph obviously working him himself back uh, from the injury. Clay starting to look like the old Clay. Um, Jordan Poole, even when he wasn't scoring last game, he still had nine assists. So he's showing that he can be more than just a scorer. Wiggins consistent. Draymond, we know what Draymond does. So – I just think this is a team that, similar to Boston, has kind of had a look in their eye this playoffs. Uh, I think Boston stems all the way back to January. Uh, but I think the Warriors have had a look in their eyes this playoff, and I think they're going to kind of tap into the the Warriors of old and, and close this out. Um, and I think they're going to do it in, in kind of grand fashion, too. I think it's going to be a blowout. Yeah, I really do think that that's what we're looking at Wednesday. It's a couple of blowout victories for the teams to move on to the second round and again you, you gotta gotta tip your cap to the nuggets for, for yeah. getting this to this point and you know they played two of their best three players all right and they played well enough in in spots in this series but it's just it's, it's a total mismatch um and we would be talking about that if this were a you know thursday night game in january let alone right. the playoffs <laughs> when, when teams are as locked in as they are and so right. we're really seeing that borne out across this series i will say that uh, as much as i like the warriors eight and a half uh, minus eight and a half in this game, James. I think my favorite play here is actually the over. We've seen you know two twenty five and a half every single game in this series yeah. has gone over that mark, and it's I mean like so the the Warriors have scored one twenty three, one twenty six, one eighteen, and one twenty one. What makes you think that the Nuggets are going to keep them you know below one twenty? I, I just like there's nothing yeah. nothing that we've seen in the series would suggest that the Warriors are going to be held under 118, 120, 122 points. And if they do that, we're really not asking for much out of the out of the Nuggets to right. push this over the 225 and a half. And this is different than the regular season in that you know, we're talking about series long basketball, like 
four games like that that tells you basically how these next few games yeah. are going to go like this is a meaningful sample size when you're talking about the the wealth of information that these teams already have about each other coming into the series and then four more games against each other like mm-hmm. i feel very comfortable assuming this game's going to get right up into the 230 to 235 range once again yeah no i'm with you i think the only thing that could derail that is if the warriors just come out and blast them mm-hmm. um from the onset and then maybe kerr being cautious rest Steph, rest clay rest the guys yeah. um and they're not the deepest team especially when it comes to scoring maybe you let jordan pull out keep him out there and let him do mm-hmm. what he does but he's become so valuable to that team now that i don't know if you want to afford that is it, i mean even if that happens you would think denver would still keep their stars out there just because it's the last game of the year let's see what what can happen but maybe not maybe they want everybody to go into the offseason healthy they already have two big injuries so I'm with you. I think this is going to get to that point range, um, but I could see a world in which maybe the Warriors come out blasting and everybody kind of just waves the white flag uh, in maybe the last quarter and a half. Yeah. I'm not I'm not too afraid of that. Scenario. Okay, I'm with you. No, I'm with you. I'm with you. Because <laughs> even if it even if that happens, like the war, if the Warriors come out blasting, we're talking about them having 70 points in the first right. half, something like right. that. Like they're, they're still going to like they're going to get to that point. And I, I like. Denver's not gonna like Denver's not going to it would take something like what we saw in Dallas, Utah game five, where yeah. Dallas just like I mean, where Utah did nothing on offense right from the jump of that game. It scored seventy seven points total, like a like a you know, nineteen ninety eight basketball game. I mean, <laughs> absolutely nothing offensively. It would I think it would take that sort of of gap between Golden State and Denver for you know Mike Malone not to let his guys play out the string, even if yeah. they're losing by 15 points in the fourth quarter. He's going to let them play things out here. No, I, just, I'm, I think I'm it would with, have to be a ridiculous gap for that not to happen. I'm with you. I agree for the most part. I, I do not. I don't trust the others of the Nuggets as much sure. to the point where I wouldn't be surprised if that cold night just happened. But again, we're. I mean, I'm, I'm throwing out the devil at devil's advocate here. <laughs> yeah. Go ahead and put yeah. your money on that over. I'm with I'm with <laughs> I'm, I'm with Michael. I am I am going to do that. I'm yeah I'm it's, uh, yeah uh, we're going with the favorites too. Just just you, so you make sure, just so you guys know, we we are responsible here at the Athletic. We, there's the devil on the shoulder, there's the angel on the shoulder. I'm just <laughs> yep. we're just giving both perspectives so you can make an informed decision. Thank you. Just something ex- to think about. That's exactly what we want to do. It's exactly yeah. what we want to do here. We're not we're not pretending like uh, you know we're going to give you uh, 44 billion dollars to buy Twitter anytime yeah. soon. <laughs> From this show. And if you do, uh, make sure you remember where the information came from. (laughs) Yes, exactly. (laughs) Make sure you remember. We are both feeling uh, a Bucks and Warriors comfortable victories moving on to the second round. And that's really when these NBA playoffs are going to get started because we're talking Warriors against either the Grizz or the Timberwolves. Bucks against the Celtics. Those are two awesome second-round series that we will be looking at in the not-too-distant future. That's going to do it for this episode of Best on the Board. For James Edwards, I am Michael Beller. Thanks so much for listening. Good luck, happy betting, and we'll talk to you soon. Oh,